I wanted to be very genuine when we say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are very grateful to God for tonight. And thank God for every one of you who is here. And for those of you who for by reason of distance and all of that you could not join us here in person. I would like for you, I welcome you as well and I would like for you to pay a serious attention and not to allow anything else to disrupt you. Because we saw in the Bible that even though Jesus was in the house of a particular person, a person was so distracted that later on, a person rather was cumbered about by many and troubled by things that were not necessary at the time. And so, if you chose to watch and be a part of this service via Zoom, my encouragement to you is that if you pay attention as you are in the presence of the Lord, the Lord would also pay attention to you. Let's learn those disciplines so we can be blessed. Amen. Tonight, we're going to be treating a very important subject. And I only want to say that God should melt the Word of God into our hearts. So shall we pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the privilege of hearing your word. We know that sometimes as we routinely come here, there is a possibility of the enemy sowing this comfort into our hearts to thinking that it is one of those Wednesdays. But Lord, we know that you never take anything for granted. That's why you ordained it and said, The gathering is not to any man but unto you, meaning that your presence is very key. Therefore, we honor you tonight, and we say, Lord, take your place in this meeting, and let your children... Enjoy your presence in this meeting that will give us eternal life. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you also for ordaining the fact that we are with you here and your word will not fall to the ground. We bless and honor you for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. And everyone said, all right. Tonight I changed the topic a bit. Instead I made it read, Finding and making the kingdom of God your treasure. Finding, because many can find. And as a matter of fact, many have found. Because by virtue of being saved, they have been ushered into the kingdom of heaven. But making it their treasure is something that we all need to consider carefully and seek and pray that God, by His mercy, would help you and I to turn what we have received 
into becoming a treasure. Praise the Lord. So that's why I made it finding and making the kingdom of heaven your treasure. In Matthew chapter 13, verse number 44 to 46, let's listen carefully what Jesus himself said concerning this matter. The Bible says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls who when he had found one of a great price went and sold all that he had and bought it. Praise the Lord. In this particular scripture that we have read There are two key words that I would like for us to consider as the Lord gives us grace. The issue of all and the issue of treasure. You know, my my prayer honestly before God for you and for me is that we may understand what God had given to us, that we will begin to carry it as a treasure. I, by God's grace, being a shepherd, and God, the Bible says that as we have received this ministry, we have received grace. By virtue of the grace that has come to us, to me, God makes me see a little more. And I must tell you, one of the observations I have made in this life, which grieves my heart, and I'm pleading for me, is that many people don't seem to cherish the kingdom of heaven. When I make reference to many people, I am talking about genuine born-again Christians. They have not come to the understanding of this kingdom that they have received where they would have to value it in a manner that it will be so costly to them. I was thinking about if Jesus had not said this and we were not studying it, I was going to ask a question. In this life, who can give me just an answer to this question? That if there was anything That you have to sell everything that you have. Everything. We are not talking about you are rich. 
But everything you have, all, including the dress you wear, if there was ever anything that you had to sell off to be able to acquire, what do you think that thing should be? I honestly wish somebody can give me an answer because I was just thinking about it. What is it that if we were to buy with everything that we have and that we have put all together and sold and the value of that thing is that the cost is that everything you have is the cost of that before you can attain it. What do you think that thing could be? But we don't have the luxury of time. So I will shelve it. But if you have some answer in your head, it's okay. It's alright. But brethren, listen to me carefully. I beg you. Many children of God, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't value what we have. But I saw in the scriptures that the people who encountered the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, their attitudes were different. They, it was completely different. Those who in the society were standing at the pinnacle, they dropped it. Those who were in palaces, they dropped it. Those who were kings, they dropped it to embrace the kingdom of God. So I prayed for me and I said, Lord, since you are my father, I beg you, if I ever should downplay the kingdom of heaven, spank me and put me in line. Praise the Lord. The scripture we read, as I said, I lift up two things from it. Again, the kingdom of heaven. This heaven that you want to enter, and I want to enter. The Bible said it's like a treasure. Treasure. Treasure is anything that is valuable and costly. It's like a treasure hidden in the field. It is not easily exposed. You don't stumble on it so easily. You see, Many people don't value the kingdom of heaven because of the way it has been preached. But let me tell you, it took grace for you and I to stumble on that hidden thing. Because you will find out that Paul said that this thing that was hidden has now been revealed. And in the olden times, the prophets of old, 
they looked into it, trying to figure it out. What is this that God should come down and save man and give him passport to heaven? They were searching diligently, but it was not revealed to them. But unto you and I, we just walk by faith into the truth. I'm a sinner. You saved my life. Come and live in me. And God just hands it over to you. After it has been handed over to you, I want to announce to you, my dear brethren, may it never be handled anyhow. May it never happen like that. In the name of Jesus. The kingdom of heaven. If you want to enter heaven, I plead with you in the name of Jesus. Never to take it as light as I come to church. I pay my tithe. I am not a fornicator. I am not disobedient child. It is more than that. Absolutely more than that. The kingdom of heaven must carry you in a manner that everything else becomes valueless. Except you are seeking to enter the kingdom. So he said, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Hidden. In a field. Like the way. Gold. Is hidden in the earth. Which. A man found. Immediately he held it. He hid it. For the joy. You see. I am so surprised that many are losing the joy of salvation. There is no joy, no enthusiasm, no pursuing, no deliberate leaving of things to look for how he will enter heaven. Listen carefully. This man found it. And for the joy of jamming into salvation that leads into eternal life. The Bible said, He goes and he sells. I will explain what it means by sells all that he has. Everything he has at the time, he sells everything. You know, I respect these, our elderly folks, who are still striving. And some of you who are still in your homes, listening to me. Because by virtue of the fact that you are fragile. You would have loved to be here. May the Lord bless you and keep your heart intact for this kingdom. 
they lay everything aside and lay hold on eternal life and press it on. I cannot thank my God for saving my life. And he sells all. I beg you, listen carefully. When I looked at the word all, I saw that there is a problem with the people of the day. I don't know how much you have sold. Even in your own thinking, what is very important to you? In your day-to-day life, what is it that brings you joy? I beg you, consider it carefully. Sells all that he has and buys the field. He buys and said, nothing is important. I don't own no property anymore. All I have is this treasure. May you value heaven that you are bound to go. May you value it in Jesus' name. Again, the next verse 45. Listen to me carefully. The kingdom of heaven There is a place called heaven. It is a kingdom. It's like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Very expensive pearls. What does he do in the 36? Verse 46. Who, when he had found one, He's seeking for plenty, but when he has found one, pearl of a great price, went and sold all. Now, why I want to narrow down on the issue of all is this matter. It appears that you cannot enter the kingdom of God when you have a divided heart. Towards you're going to heaven. May the Lord give you understanding in Jesus' name. If you have a divided heart, you cannot. And just let me be honest and straightforward. My Father, thank you all. Thank you. But fire my heart to love this door of the kingdom of heaven. And don't let me deviate to the left or to the right. But to achieve it in Jesus' name. Amen. I will explain it in this way. What is all? What is all? All is all. All is all. All is all. We are in this room. 
We are in this building. So when somebody says the building and everything in it, it simply means all of us, we are inclusive. Praise the Lord. If you have never valued this heaven that we are going, I'm begging you, get on your knees and cry to God. Lord, is there, is there anything hidden from my eyes that you may remove the scales that I may see and understand clearly so I can value it? Brother, you know, I know that if you compare Christianity of our time with every tongue we talk. It is very clear that the value of the heaven is not placed. But for you who are hearing, and for me who is hearing, may your eyes of understanding be enlightened as we pray to God that we may value the kingdom of heaven. Oh, you see, Jesus told two sisters because one was already in it, but she was too occupied with other things. And Jesus said, there is only one thing that is needful, which your sister has chosen that. May I say to you, there is only one thing in life. That can help you to receive the kingdom of heaven. That is your heart. Hallelujah. Sold all. I pray, I pray and I beg God. That you will not lose sight of certain statements that Jesus himself makes. I pray. Never lose sight. Jesus was not exaggerating. He was not lying. He was not speaking to please any man. He was simply explaining that what you have to be able to enter heaven is costly. And it will take everything that you have. And I saw from the scriptures... That those who believed, that is how they took it. And may we take it like that. Praise the Lord. Now, let me see if time will allow us to look at this. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. Let's look at this carefully. Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher. I was asking the Lord, you know, I, it's very interesting. There are some things I come and I, Lord, why did he call you good? Can you tell me? I do ask. Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? 
Praise the Lord. May that be your heart cry. So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one. That is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Listen carefully to what Jesus is saying. There is wisdom in what he's saying. Keep the commandment. He said to him, Which ones? The pride of life. Which ones? I will, time may not allow me, but let me just show you some things. Which ones? You shall not commit Jesus said, you shall not commit murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, which many Christians are doing it. 19. Honor your father and mother. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these. This all is not the same as the first all. All these I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, go, do what? Sell. The word is coming again. What you have and give to the poor. And you will have Treasure is also coming. You will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Shout a big amen. Now listen. This young man, when he went to Jesus, because of his religious ideas that he has been able to keep the law from his youthful days, He believed himself as a good person and believed that Jesus too was a good man. So he and Jesus were the good people. And Jesus saw the pride in him and saw where he was coming from. So Jesus diffused the matter and said, Isn't it true that Jesus is a good master? Because there's no sin in him. But Jesus was only trying to dismantle the pride in his heart and to let him know that there is only one God. And if you want to be, you see the Bible says that we have to be like our father. Correct? So Jesus was pointing it out that if you want to be like the father, this elementary things that you seem to have settled yourself, which most of us do. I pay my tithe. I pay my. I give my offering. I pray. I fast. I don't fornicate. I don't do this. Thank God for you. It is good. But beyond that, what else? And that is what is the matter. You see, let me tell you something. Keeping yourself good is good for you. But what is important is how would the heavens judge you? What is the kind of heart that you have towards the kingdom of heaven? 
So when Jesus has told him, why do you call me? I won't spend much time on the good and all the acronyms that he gave. I would have loved it to spend a little more time. But there is something I want you to catch. Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, before Nana, let's go to 19. Let me take it from there. 19. You see, do you know that many believers, one of the things that have deceived, of course there are today many believers who even obeying the simple laws, they are already struggling with the, obeying, the obedience of the simple laws. They, through or false, people are struggling. They are gossiping about brethren. They are cheating. They are doing all kinds of things. So, even obeying the law already, they are struggling. But what is crucial is that this man, he said... I have obeyed it from my youthful days. Praise the Lord. And that for me is the matter. He was a secondary school student who believed in his living certificate, thinking that by the secondary school he would be all right. But Jesus had to bring his attention to a very crucial matter, trying to say, you have found the kingdom by being obedient to the word of the Lord, the commandment. But we still have a problem. Having found it does not mean that you have made it a treasure. Praise the Lord. So this man found the word of the, 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 the law, obedient and everything. But the biggest problem he had was the fact that he had not made it a treasure. And that's what the Lord is talking to us tonight. That until we have made our heaven going a treasure, finding it will not allow us to be able to enter. That alone is not enough. Praise the Lord. And so he said, If you want to be perfect, it takes perfection to enter. Not a perfection of our own. No, 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 no. I can come to that if we have some time. That's why Paul said that not my righteousness, but the righteousness of him. Many of us are now in the kingdom of God and serving God in our righteousness, in other ways, on our terms. You don't serve God on your terms. You serve God on his terms. And I pray that we will come to that understanding where we will serve God on his terms. That is the secondary matter that can let you enter the kingdom of heaven. And so the Bible said, Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have. What does it mean? It simply means that anything that you have valued, more than your relationship with Jesus will disqualify you. Praise the Lord. Anything that you have that is crucial and important to you more than anything, and more than Jesus, that thing will be a stumbling block. So he said, go sell. What does it mean to sell? It means that you have to let it go. Let it 
go. Let it go. I see many believers are clinging and holding tight to many things. It is about time we let it go. Because by letting it go, we will now say to the Lord, we mean to enter this heaven. Praise the Lord. Go sell what you have and give to the poor. You will have treasure in heaven. You can never have the entry qualification until everything else has become secondary. That is all that I'm saying. I mentioned earlier on, the joy of salvation has diminished from many people's life. We are not happy. There are many other things we wish we were happy about more than the fact that we are preparing ourselves to go to heaven. Those things don't, they don't matter anymore. We are saved, but we are too deep and we are too covered by our own stuff. Sell! And when you have sold, it must be giving away. Simply means that you cannot hold on to it. You can only hold on to eternal life. And you'll be giving with a treasure in heaven. And come and follow me. The verse number 22 was a problem. The Bible says, But when the young man heard this saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. Ah, Maybe you may say, I don't have those possessions, so I'm struggling. But may I tell you that you have. You have. Anything that has taken the first place of your heart is your treasure. For the Bible says where your treasure is, your heart will be there. Matthew, I think, 6, 20 or something like that. Where your treasure is, your heart will be there. So brethren, when I see myself diminishing from things that utter salvation... I see I'm not doing well. I want to. See, that's why I pray certain simple prayers. Lord, fire me and put me on your fire until the day of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't want to. I don't want to give up. I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to. I don't want to have this thing that people have. Oh, we know all of this. So many people talk like that. They know all of this, but you don't see any godliness in them. That's not how I want it. Jesus said, ah, thank you. The young man was very sorrowful. Brother, finding and making the kingdom of heaven your treasure is something that God wants every one of us to pursue after. And I said, when you are saved, it simply means you have found it. But the making of that your treasure is another ball game. It takes a lot of love for God. It takes a lot of keeping the joy of salvation and fighting till the end. This is why people like Apostle Paul, 
when they have found it, they did something wonderful. Philippians chapter chapter 3, maybe from verse 7 to about 11. But what things were gained to me? What is it that was gained? I mean, what is it? All the things that I had, my qualifications. He was a lawyer. He was a Jew of a Jew. A prominent person in society. When it came to the observance of the law, ah, no mistake. But then he says that, but what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Hallelujah. Abba. Yet indeed I also count how many things? All things. Lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things. If you, when you came to Christ, what have you lost? When you came to Jesus, what, has, what have you given up? We rather want him to, what we have, he should magnify it for us. Brother, this matter we are talking is serious. Tell me a man who means the kingdom of heaven and I will tell you a man who made decisions to let things go that he may win. Anybody who comes to the kingdom of heaven and does not lose things, he is not qualified. Sometimes you lose family because you may be a Muslim. And they say, if things you have gone this way, you are off. Sometimes the work you do you love the Lord so much that he indicated to you. I'm not saying that everybody. He indicated to you and said, stop this thing so that we can do this. And he said, that one, eh, I can't. Sometimes it could be certain associations and certain pursuits in life. And then you say, I will let it go. So I can do this. But you know, if you want me to be truthful to you tonight, may I tell you, we don't have those things in our time. Very few people do that. And I pray that your eyes will be open so that you'll be able to do it in Jesus' name. Only for the knowledge of Christ that I may know him, I have lost everything. The excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Let me tell you, brother, the way people have taken it, there is a deeper way of knowing Jesus. And that is not a very simple thing. It is a deep seeking. That is what he's talking about. I have lost all things. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, I have made Jesus my objective. One thing is needful, is that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. 
That is what I want to occupy myself with. That is what I'm talking about. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Unfortunately, not so many of us have suffered anything. May the Lord put us on that road in Jesus' name. And count all things as rubbish. Indeed, have you counted everything as rubbish? You see, so when, brother, when, when, when we sometimes, the way we talk about Christianity and we have understood it, you know, we need to pray for something to hit our hearts so we can understand. See, I have suffered lost of all things. That's what Paul said. And counted them as rubbish that I may gain. Listen, listen to the statement. I may not gain millions of dollars, but I may gain Christ. Ah! Ah! That I may gain Christ. Today, my wife and I, we were talking about something. And then she asked a question. So, all these things of people traveling, because we happen to talk about, you know, Fathers, mothers who took care of their children. And then at a certain age, everybody, this one is in Germany. This one is in America. This one is in Australia. And then the old folks are here. When they get a little time, they come and spend some one week be around them. They have a big house in a very expensive area. But everybody else is gone. So we were we were asking ourselves a few questions. We said, so what is all this? And I said, the truth is, Christ is the most important thing. I pray we find him. Whether in Ghana, in Germany, in whatever state, as long as it's Christ who dictated the pace I tell you, then it's okay. I was in the airline industry. By the grace of God, I was in a very good position. My junior officers would go and deliver their children in abroad. I could do better. I could handle the situation. But there was a very simple question I had. If God wants them to be born in America, so be it. Let them be born in America. But I will not do it until God tells me. That's why all these guys, they are ill. It's not because I... If God wanted them. Because I didn't want to disrupt matters. Child of God, I say to you. Everything about you, you must present it to Jesus. And let him dictate the pace. In the name of Jesus. I'm not saying this to say I am perfect. No. But if you see how people. Allowed. The seeking of the knowledge of Jesus. That they may know him. Carried them to. Losing everything. Then it tells you that. The kingdom of heaven. Is a treasure. And until your eye has been opened to it, you may not find it. May the Lord open our eyes. May the Lord open our eyes. Whom I have suffered the loss of all things, 
And I read such scriptures that I begin to ask myself, what have I suffered? What have I lost? What have you lost? Since there are some of us who since you became Krifi, that you are trying to live a good Christian life, that because of that your friends have rejected you, you are already crying. Even fulfilling scripture, that they don't want to walk with you again because you have become too Krifi, your everything is too straight. Even that when you say, oh, my friends have rejected me. Eh? This does not the matter. See, Lost all things. And counted. Now this is where the matter is. Counted them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Let me tell you. You are the one to make the decision. Praise the Lord. You count certain things and certain friendships and certain things as nothing. For the reason that you may gain Christ. Some of us are still keeping everything. May you find a kingdom. May you make it your treasure. The next scripture says, And be found, hallelujah. And be, oh, you won't respond, hallelujah. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. Let me stop there for a second. I discovered that you can be in Christ and carry about your own righteousness. So what is good for you, what is not good for you. But the genuine one, which is the righteousness of him, the truth is this, that it, you will have to let certain things go. Praise the Lord. And be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, how I see things. But that which is through faith in Him, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Continue. And be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. Since you believed that I may know Him, praise the Lord. Brother, sister, that you may know the Lord. If you will set that as your objective. I just want to know this man of Calvary. I want to understand who he is. I want to dive, dive deep into him. I want to appreciate him. I want to be like him. I want to talk like him. I want to behave like him. I want to show forth like him. In, in wisdom, in understanding. Always I want to be like him. That actually is the matter. If we will have that desire, we will go far. Then, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. And the 11 says, if by any means I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Amen. I just want to be like him. I just want to be like Jesus. When a man moves to that level, that is when he has made the kingdom of God his treasure. When the man moves into understanding, you remember the, the rich man, 
Jesus didn't have any complications at all. The man was very rich. He was obedient to the law. But he still wanted eternal life. And he was told that there's no problem. You can have it. As for that one, if you can hate it. He is the one who actually asked the question. That what do I lack? And Jesus said, there is only one thing that you lack. Go sell all the things that has captured your heart. That has made you feel so proud. And all of those things. Don't just let those things go. And you know something. After you have let them go on, then you come. <clears throat> Follow me and be one of my disciples. The son of man has nowhere to lay his head. <clears throat> Foxes are fools. The birds that fly in the air, when they are tired, they have a tree. They will go and sleep on it for the night. Son of man has nothing. Come and follow me. You just follow me for few, three years. Kingdom of God will be yours. A man stood there and said, So the law, obeying the law is not enough. Hey. I mean, from my youthful time, it's not enough. Oh, this one dear Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, you go. That's what we do. How much value have you placed on what you have? And it's my humble prayer. You know, I keep referring to the order of the day. I keep referring to what God has permitted to come through our lives in our time. And how we are Still, through it, holding on tight, laying old, hold on eternal life, is determining how much value we have placed on this. We're going to be praying shortly. Time will not allow me to tell you that people were in palaces. They were controlling affairs. And then all of a sudden, they discovered that there's a treasure. There's a builder who builds the city of heaven. And if I can only enter the kingdom of heaven, I need to quit this palace and follow and chase after him. Moses, I'm telling you, this is why God loves Moses. Moses was in a better place than anybody else in those days. But Moses forsook it. For the Bible says in Hebrews, the Bible says that he forsook the pleasures of this time, of Egypt, and turned to seek after the kingdom of heaven. Tonight, let me tell you, my main country, Siwubu, make a very decisive decision that I will not allow anything to separate me from the love of God. I will keep seeking to know Jesus until he comes. God bless you. Shall we stand to pray? Can I just ask for just a minute? Just a minute. What would you tell God?